0: or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that we're back on the road with Small Biz Florida. We are attending and working and covering and broadcasting from the 2022 Annual Small Business Success Summit brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network. It's all happening here in Tampa, and it is an incredible conference. Lots going on, over 300 people in the room. Uh, This is big for small business. And um, listen, there's no one bigger uh, in the small business space than our next guest, our very good friend, And uh, standout economist, Dr. Jerry Parrish, who now serves as the economist for the Florida SBDC network. Uh, Dr. Parrish, welcome again to uh, Small Biz Florida.
1: Thanks, Tom. I'm really happy to be back.
0: Listen, Dr. Parrish, I cannot, uh, I could speak for. for like 30 minutes uh, about uh, what you've meant to, to me personally, what you've meant to the SBDC network, what you've meant to my center at Indian River State College. You, you've really been a big part of, of what we've done at our center, and you've always been supportive of the SBDC. You you have traveled to the Treasure Coast for three or four years running to to present at at our conferences down there. And it it has always been a standout presentation, one that is well-received and and always looked forward to uh, by the Treasure Coast. So thank you for all those years of support.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I I enjoy those presentations, always love going down to the Treasure Coast, and uh, always happy to help when I can.
0: It's been great. We appreciate it. Alright, so let's get started, Dr. Parrish. You were, uh, listen, you led, uh, you led it off, uh, kicked it off, um, uh, cut the ribbon this morning uh, on this conference. You talked economics. I, it was an incredible presentation. I was there. I heard it. Uh, always love uh, uh, listening to you. Lots of good information about Florida's economy. So talk to us about the presentation.
1: All right. Great. Uh, You know, I started off talking about, uh, you know, the importance of job creation in Florida and how since 2015, Florida had created more than one out of every 11 jobs in the country, all the way up to the pandemic hitting. And that's a really big deal because Florida is about 5 percent of the U.S. economy. So one out of 20 jobs would be average And we did more than one out of every 11. But what's really important is, you know, who's creating those jobs. And one of the statistics that I love to tell, and it's true, is 60% of all net new jobs created in Florida have come from businesses of less than 100 employees. Wow. Now, let me say that again. 60% of all net new jobs You know, that is a ton of jobs, and so we can thank our small businesses for helping create those jobs, providing opportunities for people, you know, to have jobs, you know, to to places to work, and also developing those companies for the families and allowing them to pass those uh, businesses down to their kids. It's a great form of wealth creation, and there's a lot of it happening in our state.
0: Nice. Um... So, again, uh, obviously, you talked a lot about the economy. You you touched on, you know, the situation we're in today with inflation. You broke it down into common sense, uh, business uh, language. Talk to us about Florida's economy. Where are we today? Where do you think we're headed?
1: Well, I I took a look at the data, and uh, what we found was uh, after February 2020 was the recent peak of jobs. Uh, but with a big drop of almost 1.3 million jobs over that couple of months uh, from March and April, it took us until October of 2021 to get all of our jobs back, to have the same number as we did before the pandemic. Now we're up about 223,000 jobs past that. So uh, certainly Florida has you know, recovered all its jobs as far as numbers. We're still lagging a little bit in, uh, in uh, the education and health care uh, category, most of that being ed- or, or healthcare, but also obviously we're still behind a little bit in leisure and hospitality. Over fifty thousand jobs yet to c- recover to the to the level we were before. But however, you know, Florida's doing well. We're doing uh, substantially better than most other states out there.
0: Talk about diversity too in Florida's economy. You know, I I spent twenty years in the uh, in the. Uh, Equipment business, so I primarily served agriculture, um, and and again in my region, that's really what we grew up knowing was agriculture and tourism. Where are we today in 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 uh, you know the diversity of our economy? Lot lot more manufacturing. What what are we seeing out there?
1: Yeah, there certainly is, and uh, of course, I'm a big fan of agriculture. I'm an agricultural economist, uh, have a farm background, uh, and uh, so I really appreciate what's going on, all the fresh fruits and vegetables, all the cattle that that Florida produces. Those are super important. Uh, We've really expanded a lot in manufacturing. Uh, Matter of fact, uh, we're up more than 20,000 jobs over what we had pre-COVID, and Florida has, has really done well in that. We need more manufacturing. Certainly, that helps diversify the economy. It creates a lot of high wage jobs. You know, the average manufacturing job in Florida is about $66,000 salary uh, these days. So, uh, you know, those are really good. Professional and technical services has been a really good thing. Uh, And certainly, we've done a lot with uh, logistics and trade and distribution. Uh, That's become a really big deal, as you know. If you've ever looked for warehouse space in the last uh, couple of years in the state of Florida, that stuff is hard to find, and you see a lot of those uh, new warehouse buildings going up these days uh, all over the state. Uh,
0: Well, again, we're, we're seeing it right in our own hometown there along the Treasure Coast. A couple of new Amazon facilities, uh, FedEx facility, Cheney Brothers moving to St. Lucie County. So absolutely, we're, we're really seeing it along the Treasure Coast.
1: Yeah, and that's expected to continue, no doubt about it. Uh, but, you know, you, you got to think about Florida. I've seen numbers that, you know, we're running between 850 and 1,000 1, net new people a day in the state right now. And, uh, you know, hey, they got to live somewhere. You're going right. to see more. You know more business opportunities for our small businesses out there. It's very exciting.
0: Now you probably are, you're probably tired of me always hearing the hearing me say this. But you know I go back to what you you talked of many years ago at one of our conferences. You said there used to be an old model um, in in the state of Florida. You you built a golf course and you built homes around it. You told us the new model was you you build a hospital and build homes around it. Healthcare. Are, are, is that? Did your forecast is that coming true? Are we seeing uh, healthcare grow in, in Florida?
1: Yeah, and it's not just uh, hospitals; it's medical care facilities. And uh, it's nice when, you know, you maybe your parents want to move into a place like that, or you want to move into a place like that, and you can get in your golf cart and run down the road and, and have a nice medical care. That's become super important. Uh, and will continue to be, you know, Florida and other states as well are aging. And so there's a lot of opportunity for gerontological care. Uh, there's a, a lot of opportunity for those kind of things. And you gotta you got to think that Florida is still a great retirement destination for a lot of people. You'll see places like the villages. There'll be more of those uh, upper income retired people uh, moving into Florida, but it's also young people, too, coming down here for opportunity. You know, Florida's got almost 500,000 open jobs right now. Wow. And that's a record high. Back when we were creating that more than one out of every 11 jobs in the country, our average open job numbers was about 250,000. And so here recently, we've been running at double the number of open jobs. And as, you, as I spoke about on the stage, it's getting really hard uh, to find help, find talent. Uh, wages are going up, absolutely. And uh, people with skills are really benefiting right now.
0: And, and to that whole point, um, I've always really felt like in the state of Florida, the state really has an incredibly powerful, robust Small business ecosystem. I mean, we've got incredible support organizations. You've got uh, Enterprise Florida, Career Source, Florida Makes, my favorite, the SBDC, uh, Grow Florida. I mean, we really have an incredible uh, infrastructure that supports small business. Uh, speak to that just a minute.
1: Yeah, that's great. And I'm, I'm a part of some of those organizations. You know, GrowFL, you know, you call it Grow Florida. But oh, no, nice. that's
0: right. I, I was instructed yeah, on yeah, that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> FL is part of Florida Makes now. And I'm a, I'm a board member of Florida Makes and have been for about four or five years. And I really enjoy that organization. I come from manufacturing companies when I was in the private sector. It's super important to me. And that's a great organization that's helping people. Obviously, SBDC is like a jewel. You know the amount of, uh, of benefit we get for having that organization in the state is mind-blowing. You know it. Uh, you know what it costs to create a new job uh, using SBDC or expand companies or save jobs. You know one of the things that I've been so impressed with when I've looked at the data is the amount of jobs that are saved. You know from uh, cons. Con- you know counseling by F- SBDC. It's phenomenal, and that economic impact uh, is—you know—you got a business that's looking for help. You know, you guys come in there and save them a lot. And uh, I really—I told the group this morning that I really appreciate what they do. They're providing a lot of opportunities for people, a lot of—you know—opportunities for people to. To generate that generational wealth, right, and you know, give opportunities for their kids and people that uh, you know may not find opportunity other places uh, right. to to be able to work and feed their families. It's uh, it's a great thing for the state.
0: Now you are. Uh Obviously, now, associated with the SBDC network, you are the economist for the Florida SBDC Network. You just spoke about the impact. I know you're working on some data and some numbers uh, regarding SBDC impact. Where are we on those numbers?
1: You know, that's a great question. Uh, I'm I've, I've looking at the economic impact. as you know, you know the you know the SBDC has to re- do a report every year and turn it into the legislature. You know I, one of the things that comes to mind is, uh, you know, we may have been underreporting, you know, the economic impact for a while. And one of the things I'm going to try to do in the future is to really take a look at, you know, long term. You know, how are these companies doing that that turn to the SBDC and get help? My guess is, and I'll, I'll be able to prove this or not, is that those companies that reach out and, and have really good consultations with SBDC uh, the consultants, that they're probably growing faster than the average business right. out there. And I have a feeling that we're missing out on the, uh, being able to quantify the economic impact of that. So that's one of the things I'm going to look for in the data as I look through this. Yeah.
0: No, I, I, and I, again, I do not possess your economic, uh, uh, analytical skills, but I'm going to agree with you <laughs> in, uh, in general terms. Um, listen, I don't know if you heard me say yesterday I was responsible for a panel discussion, but I said yesterday that it's easy for me to talk about the SBDC because I was on the other side of this. I owned and operated a small business and wish I had had access to this program. Uh, I guess kind of in closing, Dr. Parrish and, and I, I, again, I always appreciate your time. Listen, you, I'd love to have you as a regular weekly guest, uh, but, um, but I know you're busy, but, uh, you, you know, I, I took from your presentation this morning. Uh, you talked about all that we're going through: workforce issues, supply chain issues, uh, inflation, cost. You you talked about, uh, you know, that small businesses are are you know are, are bearing some of that burden. Um, but I did take from your presentation a sense of optimism. So so, kind of tell us: uh, is there some good news out there uh, coming?
1: There, there is some good news. And uh, one of the things that, that you'll see, there's, there is a softening of the labor market. You know, that's going to make peop- more people available to hire for those businesses that want to hire them. But, uh, you know, one of the ways I look at it is, um, you know, Florida small businesses are super resilient. They've been through hurricanes. They've been through you know, recessions. You know, even if we have another one, I still believe that Florida is the place to be. I'd rather be in this state than any other. And I'm quite sure that Florida's small businesses are going to figure out a way to keep in business and keep thriving and keep providing those opportunities.
0: You know, you said uh, another, another quote that I always uh, use from you from a number of years ago is you, you said, now is the time to open a small business in Florida. You still feel that way?
1: I do. And and even more now, you know, there's a lot of talk about a recession coming, and certainly that could happen. I've I've seen Bloomberg's number of uh, 72 percent probability, and I've seen other numbers of 50s and 60s percent. And, you know, they, they could well be right. Anytime you see a recession, it's a very good time to open a business. You know, labor's cheaper. You know, goods are cheaper you know, to to help you get started. And I I really think, uh, you know, we always see it. Sometimes some people get laid off. You know, they think it's a horrible thing. Then they decide to open their own business. And first thing you know, they're up and thriving. I just hope that they'll turn to the SBDC early rather than wait until they have issues to help them get that really good footing. Uh, to where they will be able to thrive and they'll be able to expand. And, hey, we need as many jobs as we can here in the state because people spending money is is how the state pays its bills. So right. the more
0: the more we have, the merrier. Dr. Parrish, again, uh, thank you so much um, for joining us for this segment of Small Biz Florida. It's always enlightening uh, to, to hear from you about what's going on. Um, I, I feel so much better. I'm going to go out and celebrate tonight. We've... I always feel good uh, after talking to you about where we're headed as a, as a state and as a small business community. So we, we appreciate your time, appreciate your new association with the Florida SBDC Network. Uh, thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so it is Dr. Jerry Parrish, the uh, economist for the Florida SBDC Network, and I am Tom Kindred, uh, your host for Small Biz Florida, and we are covering the annual... Small Business Success Conference here brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network right here in Tampa. More to come from the conference, so stay tuned. Uh, This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU, and Indian River State College named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.